Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery show. Tuesday night with you. Hanging out here in the Kia Studios. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Well, obviously, Falcons uh, offseason. We got the news yesterday. Uh, Arthur Smith has been uh, relieved of his duties. We had the press conference yesterday. A lot going on. Obviously, that is front and center here in Atlanta sports with what direction we are going to go, and the man who's got all of the answers. Let's talk to our buddy Scott Bear, AtlantaFalcons.com, digital managing editor. You can check him out on his personal Twitter page, at Scott Bear NFL. And, Scott, listen, we're looking to you and only you to give us every answer to every question that we have right now. Perfect. Uh, I'm totally up for it after <laughs> what, what essentially feels like a 72-hour day. Uh, but here we are. We are facing a new reality, a period of transition for the Falcons. <clears throat> um, and it's definitely going to be interesting now to see how this quote-unquote offseason turns out. Do you get the sense – I'll say like this. I get the sense that given where Arthur Blank is, just – as a long-term owner, 81 years old, you know, all of that in there, do you think that there is the idea that that there is a broader universe of possibilities to be the next head coach than maybe there was, let's say, 15 or 20 years ago when, you know, again, he had, you know, a, a long future ahead of him, but do you think at this moment in time, like this could be the opportunity that Arthur Blank broadens out what he looks at as far as a head coach, whether it's an old guy, young guy, coordinator, past experience, whatever? I would say this. I truly believe Arthur Blank will live to be like 150 because the guy <laughs> is a shark. He never stops swimming. He never stops doing it. He never stops like actively growing his industries or his community efforts or whatever. He's going to live forever. I think it's this. It's something that Rich McKay said yesterday in that they're looking to win now in 2024. So my question in the back of my head as I was driving away from the press conference is the same thing that you asked. Is that is there an increased tolerance or willingness to take a perceived big swing, big swing on a big name that requires a big paycheck? Are they – because to this point in the Arthur Blank era, they've only gone – after coaches without NFL head coaching experience is everything on the table. I do believe that there is. 
They talked for 88 minutes and 33 seconds yesterday. I've listened to all of it more than once, believe it or not. <laughs> and something that I did find was interesting in there is that Arthur Blank said, like always, we are putting all of our resources available, meaning I took that to say nothing is going to stop us from going after the guy that we like. Does that mean that that person is automatically Jim Harbaugh? No, it doesn't. But it does mean that I think that there are no parameters and shackles and guidelines. If they find the guy that they like and he's expensive or he has experience or he doesn't, they're going to go after that guy. And, and you know, Scott, and, and look, I, I, I don't have a problem with what Terry Fontenot's role in, in stuff is. I, I do have a little bit of problem with him not being at the press conference, but that, that's a side issue. But when you look at where this organization is, and I do like the idea that they can take their time because, again, Terry's going to have the senior bowl at the end of the month. Like, they can function without an NFL head coach in the building for a while. And I like the idea of let's get this thing right. We don't have – we're not changing everybody. Terry can be down at the senior bowl come into the month. He can evaluate. He can scout and, and all these different kinds of things. And – you know, again, because of keeping Terry around, it I think it does give them a lot more flexibility to be able to invest more time in trying to find the right guy. Yeah, and I think that that's really important, and especially in this modern day where it isn't such a race to get to that head coach, to get the absolute guy that you want, it, it turns into like a free agency frenzy. I think it's uh, better that it's not that. And Arthur Blank told a very short story that I'll – that I'll uh, summarize really quickly. He talked about late Steelers owner Dan Rooney calling him in the middle of his coaching search. They were all the way um, down the path, right? And Dan Rooney said, take a breath, be cool, think about it, don't follow anybody's parameters, trust your gut. And ultimately, Arthur Blank still kind of sped through it, right? In In that hiring cycle, six days after firing Jim Mora, they hired Bobby Petrino. Okay, the Steelers during that same coaching cycle waited till January 22nd, which back then was an eternity. Guess who they got? Mike Tomlin. That worked out pretty well. So I think that he brought up that story not to bring up Bobby, but to bring up the fact that sometimes patience can be a virtue. And look, sometimes you can go out and you can sign a guy with head coaching experience, a guy who's been there and done that and can take a team the Falcons believe are a, head, a good head, are a head coach upgrade and a upgrade at quarterback away from being serious contenders and vault it. Or sometimes you can pluck a young guy out of Minnesota's defensive staff as a defensive coordinator and he becomes Mike Tomlin. That's a good end of the story too. So that's why I think they do need to be patient. They need to keep their eyes open. I know everybody's like, who's going to be the fastest to sign Johnson out of, uh, out of uh, Detroit, right? Who's going to do that quickly? Who's going to throw the most and do it fast? Um, I think ultimately it's about getting your guy. And if you got to move fast, okay, move fast, right? But if that's not your guy, let's not just go fast for the sake of hitting the gas pedal. Scott Bears, the AtlantaFalcons.com digital managing editor, is joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So I think the, I think you and I talked about this the last time that that I had you on. And look, I, I'm okay if you tell me that they're going to trade for quarterback you know, get a veteran, whatever. But I still, and especially now that you're sitting at, in the number eight spot, 
I still don't know how you can sell me on the idea of not drafting a quarterback at whether it's number eight, you move up to go get your guy, whatever. But, you know, again, and I and I think you and I talked about this specifically, at some point you have to go get the young, talented guy. It may not work out, but you've got to go draft and put the capital in to getting that young guy. And that's how the really good organizations, even when they miss, I mean, look, that's where you've got to kind of go and that's where you've got to kind of find that pathway for long-term sustainability in the NFL. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you have to make a bold. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Move, especially for a team that, and you've heard this logic time and time again, sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not, but a team that feels that they're a really good quarterback away or or they, 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 they need that franchise quarterback and they're pretty well set up cap-wise and depth-wise and everything else, then you go get it and then you trade up to get it with the feeling that we're at eight right now, and we honestly, truly believe that we're not going to be at eight or above in a long, long time. So it's the only time that you can make that type of radical move, because if you're at 14 or 15 and you're trying to go up to three, just hand over the deed, right? Right. Um, so, so if you're in that top 10 and you feel that this is your moment and you fall in love with a person, a quarterback during the draft process that could be available. Cause I think it could be another one of those one, two, three years, right? It, I'm not saying it will be, but it's possible, especially if p- teams go crazy. And then you look at quarterback needy teams in the top three, there's a few of them. So ultimately you have to look at that and think, is this the time to really go for it? Thinking that we're going to go into contention and we'll find ways like the Seahawks do or the Rams do. And I'm not saying trade away every first round pick for, for eternity, but they can still find a way to, to, to get impact players um, without a, a first round draft pick. Look at what San Francisco has been able to do getting fourth and fifth and sixth rounders, despite the fact that they made a huge blunder with that Trey Lance deal. They gambled and lost and won with Mr. Ir- uh, Irrelevant. Go figure. Um, but back to your point. I do think that it's, it, it is one of those moments if you don't feel like you're going to be an eight very uh, very often. And, again, the win-now edict is a thing, right, which also makes me wonder, is there a short leash on the new guy? Those are all things that are spiraling, spiraling through Falcon fans' heads, if I can say that right, over the course of the last 72 hours. You know, Scott, um, one guy I want to talk to you about is Tyler Algier. And, 
you know, when when you look at some of the numbers, it is interesting. You know, uh, he only had 24 less carries year over year um, from from his rookie year with 210 to 186 last year. But it was almost 400 yards difference year over year as far as the yardage goes. And there was a, a significant decline in yards per attempt, 4.9 to 3.7 this year. And, you know, I still think that the offensive line played pretty well. I mean, Lindstrom was a, a dominant offensive lineman. McGarry, for all of his flaws, is, is still a really good run blocker. Dolman was a good run blocker. Matthew Bergeron was a breath of fresh air, you know, as a rookie at, at left guard. But how do you evaluate Tyler Algier's year? Like, is it just a situation where he needs the football more? Or, you know, was it just the, the scheme and just how they were using him that, you know, the, the productivity at times wasn't there, even though the number of attempts was fairly close from year over year. Yeah, I think he's a real, um, uh, how do you say it, a rhythm runner, right? That Mm -hmm. once he kind of gets hot, he gets some of what Arthur Smith calls dirty runs that turn into clean ones where it goes three, three, four, 11, 11. And then he starts kind of breaking loose. And we didn't see enough of that because there's a lot of, excuse me, there are a lot of running backs that that needed to get touches and Bajon Robinson is is uh, Bajon Robinson. Um, that's something that I noticed. I thought that his efficiency was better at times, but in the middle of the season, I really thought that it waned. And I, in my opinion, having seen every snap that he, every professional game snap that he's ever taken, just that he was he wasn't able to get into those rhythms because when Tyler is at his best, it's one of those you know, run the bleep out of the football type of drives where, you know, against Cleveland or it happened, I think, against Arizona this year where he runs the ball like, I don't know, six out of ten plays and they run the ball nine times on, like on a drive and he just gets into this thing. And I, I don't think that often enough he got into that type of rhythm on that 75-yard, I think it was a pass. You saw his breakaway speed. You see his physicality is there. I think the explosiveness hasn't changed. I think it's just about – understanding what type of runner that you have, trying to get him established, understanding the fact that, look, you need to get Bajon Robinson touches. Cordero Patterson didn't get very many at all down the stretch. And uh, I don't know if that kind of secret sauce in terms of dispersal of carries was ever figured out and over the course of 17 games, to be honest with you. Last question for you, Scott. Um, the other guy that I, I, I am very excited to get him back on this roster is Avery Williams. And I thought that one of the, I mean, again, there's a myriad of things as to why we were where we're at, but field position and the dreadfulness at times of our punt return game, um, just it really hurt this team all year long. And, you know, we knew that Avery Williams was not going to be here, and we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, who's going to do this, this, and that. But as the, as the year played out, our lack of being able to create field position and again, I think we were 30th in punt return average. I, I, listen, I, I've said I think Avery Williams was maybe the home run pick of that 2021 draft class. You tell me about Pitts and all this other stuff. I think Avery Williams was the guy because that guy, you saw a noticeable difference year over year in the quality of our punt returns. Yeah, I, I mean, I can remember exactly where I was. It was a practice during the off-season program at the stadium. And there weren't very many people there, maybe just a couple of season ticket holders and some press. 
And it was one of those things where Tori, uh, who I work with, who's on your show a lot, mm-hmm. yep. she kind of she kind of tapped me on the shoulder. She said, "Look at Avery, something ain't right." And, and it was like a non-contact thing, and I, you know, tried to get eyes on him, and you could see that he just wasn't limping right. And he went straight to the locker room, and he thought, "Oh no, non-contact, off-season program." You know, nothing like dramatic could have happened other than something really, really bad. And it was at that moment, it was subtle. Not a lot of people caught it. Tori did. And and ultimately, it it was one of those things that you felt in the moment, this is going to be a big deal for a long time. And I do think that it was because of his ability as a he, – he led the NFL in punt return average yes. last year. Yes. I was dynamic. We, we, went, we went from 16.2 to 7.2 yards per return year over year. That's a first down. Yeah. That's an automatic first right. down every drive. You can't tell me any head coach or special teams coordinator wouldn't take that any day of the week. And that and that is significant because if 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 he's at the 30, now you're at the 40, now it it changes the math yep. of of how things go about it. He's a spark plug, he's an energy guy. He was at the locker, he was in the locker room a ton. He was cheering on D Alford and Mike Hughes and guys like that, but I do think that he is a dynamic player. He he doesn't do a lot from an offense perspective, but he can give you a like a like a, a little jolt. And I do think that having him back is a good thing. Um, Grady Jarrett talked to him on Monday. It seems like his rehab is really going well. He was stressed out not being able to play during the year, but I think that his rehab being on the right track is a sign of positivity. Because I think I mean that's an obvious one. He's a superstar, but I do think they really missed him too. And while I wouldn't say this team had injury problems. If you look at the importance of some of these injuries, even if guys like David Onyemata missing sections of the year, I think all that ultimately added up in a negative way for this Falcons team that couldn't afford, um, you know, losing players like that when you play so many tight games. Scott Bears, AtlantaFalcons.com, digital managing editor. Join me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Check him out on his personal Twitter page, at Scott Bear NFL. Scott, obviously we will talk through the uh, offseason and uh, – it's going to be a busy one, and it's going to be a lot of twists and turns. I mean, I said you know, the other night, this will have more twists and turns than a pretzel factory, so we'll see what, uh, what happens. So we will chat again uh, soon, my friend. 100%, man. Thank you so much for the time. You got it. When we come back from the top of the hour, we'll be time for the Falcons flyover. I want to give you the Falcons opponents for next year. We do know that now. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 